Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's always a pleasure to have this young lady on. It's Kay Smythe. Go to KaySmythe.com. You see her on Newsmax TV. You saw her, uh, you know, this week a couple of more times than usual even. You're, you're going to go read everything she writes in the Daily Caller. And right here on my program, at least every Monday, if not more than that. Kay, how are you? It's always great to see you. But you know what, Joe? I'm really, really good today. I had a Monday fun day. It's been, you know, it's been good. It's been happy. And I want to share some of that love and happiness today. How are you doing? We only have you on for the love and the happiness. That's for sure. I'm doing okay. I had a, a weekend, but it was a short weekend. But I think things are going fine. You know, you and I talked about the new prime minister of, uh, of uh, England. Is she the prime minister of all of the UK when you become the prime minister? She is. We shall see how long she stays well, I, well, that way. I guess what the wonderment is, I don't know enough about, about the politics there. Is she just for England or all of the United Kingdom? So she is all of the kingdom, but we do have local leadership in Wales, in Scotland. Um, okay. And there's different leadership. There's different, obviously, like on a, like it's sort of like a House Senate type. Gotcha. I mean, that would be the house. It's but so she's sort of the overlord. It doesn't so. matter. You guys won the war. Who cares? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so let's talk about Liz Truss because my first foray into who she was was that you said your father does a good impersonation of her, which I thought was actually kind of funny. I've met Hugh yes. over the, uh, you know, over the internet. And um, I would love to hear that, by the way. I'd love to see him do that. But having said all of that, you also were skeptical about her at first, and then you thought that she would be very good for the UK. What's the problem? Why, why do people in, uh, they said, she's been in what, six weeks? They want her gone already? What, what's the story? If that, if that, yeah. So I, honestly, Joe, I have talked to people from both, all, there's, we got multiple parties in the UK, but I have talked to people from across the political spectrum Essentially, she tried to roll out a bunch of tax reform and then that didn't work. She inherited so many problems from Boris Johnson. It's not like she was going to be able to get over any of them. She had to beat out two other candidates to get the seat. And now it looks like those two failed candidates, neither of whom I can stand just on a personal level. um, Now it looks like they might end up running the country together and everyone in the country is basically turning around and saying, why aren't we having a general election to get the Conservative Party out of power, not because they're Conservatives, but because they don't have a blimmin' clue what they're doing. They don't know their arse from their elbow, and they gotta go. So once they go away, they get their, like, divorce or, like, conscious uncoupling or whatever the hell they want to call it. Um, We'll put an actual grown-up in power which the whole country will vote for, not just a very, very, very small minority of the country. Yeah, but I have to stop and, you, okay? Um, maybe we won't hit the apocalypse. Please stop, because I'm con- my head hurts. So <laughs> you're, are you saying you can do a general election anytime you feel like it? Essentially, yeah. But really? The, but the party in power has to call for it. But the I party think. in power is who they're trying to get rid of. Why would they call for it? So, the yeah, exactly. That's why they're not calling for it. They're trying to install two other people. So here's here's what it would be like. It would be like everyone finally admitting Joe Biden has some kind of horrible degenerative disease um, and then Kamala getting into power and everyone realizing she doesn't understand basic English and everyone in the country, including most of the Democrats, 
going, you know what, we kind of need to get rid of this party and maybe do like a big general election or presidential election where we vote for a new party and we can vote for all the little seats as well, not just the big ones. We can do some of those too. Um, But instead, the Democrats turn around. They're like, you know what, you know who we should bring back? We should bring back who was that other one that trashed the cu- the country um, with loads and loads and loads of inflation and made everything terrible? Um, oh, yeah. Literally every other Democrat. Right. Jimmy Carter, Barack Obama, whoever yeah. you want to go with. Yeah. So, so uh, right. again, yeah. it just sounds like you guys are all confused over there. Not that you're there now. You're here. But um, but for me, vote somebody in, give her a chance to do well or do badly and then get rid of her. I mean, six weeks. That's the that's the attention span. There is a British news outlet that is live streaming a picture of Liz Truss next to, I think it's either a lettuce or a cabbage. Stop it. To see which one lasts longer. Stop it. Britain's fallen apart. It's barely even a country anymore. God bless them. As soon as I left, it all went, you know, all went horribly wrong. I'm just saying. Not that <laughs> it all went belly up because but... Case Smythe left. It all went belly up. Yep. That's probably yep. what happened. <laughs> it is It is Case Smythe. CaseSmythe.com. We'll keep an eye on that. Keep me updated on that. I have no clue um, how it works over there, but obviously there's a lot of confusion. Uh, let's let's uh, bring it back here. You mentioned Biden a little while ago, his wife, Jill, who's an enabler and who is, I think, uh, uh, putting him through elder abuse. Uh, she walks out on, on, at some football game and gets razzed immediately. Where did this happen? So this happened uh, a Philly Eagles game. Now, apparently, according to all of the men that I work with, Philly fans boo everyone. They even booed Santa Claus and threw stuff at him a few years ago. Stop it. Here's the thing, though. She was actually at the game to champion the Eagles. She's like a huge Eagles fan. Um, They didn't do, you know, either of my favorite chants, you know, you let's go Brandon's and the real one. Right. Um, But they did boo her and it was a very loud, very audible boo. The corporate media, Joe, all like NBC, they showed less than 10 seconds of her being on the pitch because there was so much booing. They basically tried to cover it up. And I'm like, how are you going to do that in the midterms, though? No, right. Exactly right. So um, the the allegation, the Daily Caller tells the truth. It's not like these guys are making it up. They're saying that the Philadelphia Eagles fans always boo everybody, even Santa Claus. Yeah, they pretty much boo everyone. I don't know. Philly's crazy, man. Like, Philly is abs. I love Philadelphia. Yeah. I-, I hate cities. I think all cities are a toxic waste dump. But Philly's pretty cool. Like, I've always had a really nice time there. Great food, great people. My manager, he's from Philly. Like, there's a lot of people, not at the Daily Caller, my, like, professional social media manager, Craig at the control agency. Brilliant dude. That's why I like him. That's why I trust him. He's, like, very, you know... Like, knows what he's doing. Tough guy. Um, but, yeah, fi- yeah, Philly fans are just crazy. I'm really into them. I guess I'm a, I guess I'm a Philly fan now. And I think I'm not a, an American football fan at all. It's way too slow. Well, just to let you so, know, because you, know. You, you did it with your very uh, Welshy accent. Uh, they're not the Philly Eagles. They never will be the Philly Eagles. They're the Philadelphia Eagles. You just have to, you have to say the whole word for some reason. Okay, I'm sorry, Philadelphia Eagles. Please don't tweet me. She I walked out of the Philly Eagles. I'm like, who the hell are the Philly Eagles? I've never yeah. heard of that before. No, it, 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 again, you Americanized it, but we, we actually didn't. Um, it's Smythe. Go to Smythe.com. Read everything she does in the Daily Caller. Unbelievable writing uh, each and every day. Probably anywhere between 5 and 20 stories a day for some reason. She's out of control. One of the stories I saw today, you had a picture. The thumbnail was Gavin Newsom. And it says something about how um, most Americans believe why crime is up. And and the reason they believe crime is up is actually pretty interesting to me. Go ahead. 
So crime is up. We are now officially have hit historic, historic crime records. Last year also broke records. Um, but we we have actually hit a, a whole new Guinness World Records as far as crime goes. Mostly violent crime, property crime, homicides, things like that. Across the United States, pretty much every major city. Um, and 64% of Americans, uh, I think it was 52% Democrat. Um, and then I think it was something like uh, almost 100% of Republicans. Yeah. And then most independents. Everyone now realizes and understands, I don't think there's any belief in it, it's just a fact that woke policies are behind the crime sprees in your home. Did you say a majority of Democrats agree with that? 52% of Democrats? Yep. Wow. Uh That's an awakening, isn't it? I mean, because the Republicans have to be off the charts, but Democrats more more than the majority. So so let let me ask you this. Because I've never got a really good answer on this, and you're really smart, or you just sound smart with the accent. Um, <laughs> it's, one, it's one or the other. Um, okay, what excuse do Democrats give, those who are elected in office? What do they give for the reason why crime is up so much? I've never seen a really good answer to this, because the Republicans will all say, well, it's Democrat policies, it's woke policies. The majority of Democrat voters are saying it's the woke policies. It's no cash bail. It's the fact that police can't do their jobs without being attacked. It's because we're allowing 100 people to go into a Wawa's in Philadelphia and steal everything and nobody gets in trouble. But the Democrats have to have an answer too, don't they? Why do they think? Why are they telling us crime has gone up? Oh. They tell us that we're racist, Joe, which that's why crime is up is racist. What? It's yeah. racist. And that's why yeah, crime Demo- went up. Yeah. The Democrats won't touch it. And here's the other amazing thing, Joe. I was actually um, I just started working with an amazing organization called Million Voices. Uh, okay. For those of you who don't know, outside of my writing, I do macro sociological research is like the simplest way I can kind of describe it. And. What I kind of explained to them in in how to kind of like, how do I explain this even now uh, in terms of what they do? But basically, the way I explained the crime crisis to them, the reason why Democrats won't touch it, and this is why I'm just begging everyone to not vote Democrat this the, in this midterm elections, because this crime, this violence will hit you in your home if you do, because that's just how this works. Um, But the reason why Democrats won't touch it is because there is still a small minority of the population that doesn't understand that the homeless crisis, the crime crisis, the fentanyl and opioid epidemic slash pandemic, whatever you want to call it, all of this is being pushed on America. And this is where everyone's going to call me a conspiracy theory, but I got the receipts. All of it comes from China. So we had Purdue Pharma back in the 1990s who released OxyContin. OxyContin got a huge number, record numbers of Americans hooked on what is essentially heroin. Any kind of opiate is sort of related to heroin. It's right. the same plant. Um, that left a huge door open for the manufacturing of other opiate or heroin related drugs. So they eventually created fentanyl. Um At the same time, there was a new type of meth being created um, out in Mexico that like you can try this meth, Joe, and I know I'm going off on a tangent, but hear me out. You can do this meth once or twice. You will get symptoms of schizophrenia that can last up to 18 months after you stopped using this drug. So most of the homeless people we see in our major cities, if not all of them, 
are using what is a mixture of opiates, heroin, and methamphetamine. And they're using it to the point where they're going completely insane. Now, China saw that there was this amazing gap in the market because China's major goal is to get us back for the opium wars. And the easiest way to do that is to completely destabilize the country. China, I mean, you know, they released that virus. I don't know if you've heard of it, uh, COVID-19. No, it, like, no, it's new to it me. It was a bit of a thing yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they released that. They are the number one source for fentanyl. Fentanyl is coming across our open borders like it's going out of fashion. And my gut feeling... And to be honest with you, I've had a lot of sources who, unfortunately, they're too scared to go on the record under their own name because they're scared they're going to be killed. These people have been political candidates. They are journalists. They are like mothers, fathers, teachers, people who work for current people in politics, shall we say. They're like, yeah, most of our money that comes to support these policies, sure, some of it comes from Soros, a lot of it comes from China. China's making just as much money from the fentanyl trade. It is every, it's like, it's death by a thousand cuts and the Democrats won't touch it because then they'll lose that money. China needs the Democrats to be in charge so they can destabilize us and become the number one world power again. I will be taking questions on this on my Twitter because I don't feel like that was a very good explainer. <laughs> no, I think it was. I'm very, no, 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 listen, very, yeah. I want to stop you because um, I think that your answer was actually very good. I've never heard an answer from anybody as to why the Democrats are, are not doing anything about crime and what their excuse is for why it's so high. All I'm hearing from Democrats like um, this Mandela Barnes guy in Wisconsin is we need to let more people out of prison. Like the John Fetterman guy when he could put a sentence together that we have to let more people out of prison. I mean, that's that's all we're hearing. No, nobody on the Democrat side is either asked the question, why is crime higher? Or is offering an answer to why crime is higher. And they're saying crime will be lower if we get more counseling. What? Crime will be lower if we just remember what happened in 1619, although the 1619 Project is completely made up. So at the end of the day, nobody's given an answer, and I think that you give a valid answer. It's uh, casemyth.com. Go there. Check her out in the Daily Caller. Check her out on Newsmax TV and right here on my program. Well, may, may, let me see. Two minutes, Kay, if we hey, can. No, no, Joe, I, actually, do you mind ahead. if I jump in here? Because I just want to say something. There are actually programs. It's carrot and stick programs, prison deferment programs that work across the United States from taking these violent criminals. Most of these people commit these crimes. Your children who are missing right now because they're drug addicts commit these crimes to fuel their addiction. Yes. Get them into a prison deferment program that says, unless you take part in this mandatory rehabilitation, get your face tattoos removed, get your life together, which they'll help with for free, do all of that stuff or you're going to go to prison. Those prison deferment programs, they're mostly almost exclusively set up by Republican judges and Christian groups. So those counseling things do work. The Democrat ones don't. No, exactly. Well, Mandela Barnes is offering more counseling and less money to police. He wants to defund the police, take money away from police and give it to counseling, which doesn't make sense. If counseling is important, you have to keep the same amount of police, if not more police, to stop the initial crime. And he's pushing to let people out of prison who should not be out of prison who committed violent crimes already, not people who can be be actually helped through carrot and stick. I get where you're coming from, but I think that we're talking about two different parts of the population. I agree with you. I disagree with him. I think you also disagree with him. Now, one minute. But the Nike co-founder, I thought Nike was woke. 
I'm confused about Nike because they're paying $30 million a year to this Colin Kaepernick guy who can't play football anymore because he's, because he's really black and really likes Black Lives Matter and really likes Che Guevara. So um, what's the story with the Nike found, co-founder? Is he not woke? Because he's mad at Oregon. He's one of my new favorite heroes. Okay. I love anyone who can play a system, Joe, to make money. That is America. That is why this country is the greatest country in the world. If you've got an idea and you want to make money with it, you can go and do it so long as it's not a Ponzi scheme. Yes. Um, and even then you can do it, just not for that long. But yeah, the <laughs> co-founder of Nike basically has turned around and declared war on the Democrats in Oregon. He's given almost $5 million to independent and Republican candidates because he's like, I'm sick of this. This place is trash. It is legal to do cocaine, but it's basically illegal to snort it through a plastic straw in Oregon. That's how woke it's gone. So he's putting his money where his mouth is. He's saying no more. And I wish more people would stand up and do that across America. Billionaires, I know some of you. I know that you're listening, and I'm going to bother you guys with this at some point in the future publicly. So start doing it now so it doesn't look like some immigrant told you to do it. Oh, I'm out of time, uh, but, but answer this very quickly. Is he still part of Nike? Yeah, he that's owns stunning. it. He it. Dude, that's stunning. Yeah. This is the wokest company in this in this country, and I love that he's doing this. All right, Kay, thank you. I appreciate that. Read everything that, that she writes at The Daily Caller. Also, follow her on social media. Go to casemites.com. Kay, I appreciate you. You are the best. Thank you so much, Joe. Okay, we'll talk soon. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have Kay on. Make sure you stop by casemites.com. Stop by my website, joepags.com. Lots going on there. All the social media you need, all, all the videos that you want to see as well, and scroll down. You can send me an email. This is pop culture. Paul, what's going on? I think we had talked about this maybe about a year or so ago, uh, but the group BTS, they're a boy band from South Korea. Right. They, um, I guess, there were questions about the fact that it's mandatory in that country that that um, all the men have to uh, serve two years of, mil- of, I think it's eighteen months to two years of military service. And right. I guess they have been trying to, I guess, wait it out or, or or put it off. And some some lawmakers, I think, were even trying to get an exemption for them. But it turns out that they are now, in fact, going to do it. Wow! So yeah. they're going to have to stop singing and touring. Pretty much, yeah. That's crazy. All right, that's Polo, that's Sam, that's Carrie, I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.